Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. We will get to good news, more good news in the corporate world and the culture war stuff and emails and the debt deal stuff. I I, I know. I, I Look, I know you're disappointed. It, it, the, just a heads up in case you're not. It's journalist Jesse. There's just no one better. We love Jesse. He's the best. Jesse, please kiss my baby. Jesse, Jesse. Jesse, 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 Jesse. The debt deal. I know you're mad about it. No, I haven't talked about it yet. I'm trying to avoid it because what are we going to say? We knew this was coming. We knew the GOP was going to sell us down the river. It may end up with McCarthy being ousted because they worked with so many Democrats to get the crappy deal done. I know you're disappointed. I'm disappointed. It is what it is. We're moving on because we're going to talk a little bit about Mike Pence. Not because Mike Pence matters. 
he announced, it's in the news, he announced that he's announcing, I don't know why you do that, I'm making an announcement that there will be an announcement on June 7th. June 7th, he's announcing he's running for president. Now, there are unconfirmed reports out there that he's doing this trying to stop the promotion of my book, The Anti-Communist Manifesto. What, Chris? Which comes out on June 6th, and it's available at jessekellybook.com. I just want Team Pence to know that you can't stop the Anti-Communist Manifesto. You can't even hope to contain the Anti-Communist Manifesto. You could have made your announcement on that day, and still you wouldn't have the biggest political news in the country, Pence. So nice try. The rest of us will be at jessekellybook.com for tour info and getting an AC, anti-communist pin, and other things. But let's talk about how politics work and how dirty all of it is. And part of the reason, part of the reason that I don't wave pom-poms for people, I know that can be, that's something a lot of you like. It's something a lot of you hate or dislike that I'm, I won't join your guys' team. I will tell you who I'm voting for and why and have done so several times. I, I don't join Team Trump. I don't join Team DeSantis. I don't, I don't wear MAGA hats or, or DeSantis bumper stickers. Why? Because I'm extremely jaded. Because I've seen, I've seen the puppet show and I've seen the strings. And these people are all filthy and I don't trust any of them. And I don't think we can save the country from D.C. Exhibit A would be Mr. Mike Pence. Mike Pence is not well thought of anymore by the right. The anti-communists think he's too weak and soft, which he is. The hardcore Trump people think he's a betrayer. Whatever you think of Mike Pence, he's not well thought of on the right. But most people, most people, especially the normie norms out there, your normie neighbor norm, I bet you he thinks Mike Pence is nice. Mike Pence is a good guy. I can hear I can hear Norm saying that now, can't you? He's a good dude. A nice dude. I would let that dude watch my kids. Mike Pence is a good dude, a nice dude. Let's talk about that. Let's rewind and talk about me. Because this is what, Chris? This is mainly a story about me, and that is really that's where we want to keep our focus. My focus is just stay focused. I get out of the Marines. I am not political, but my folks had started a construction business. No, they were in construction their whole lives. My dad's dad was, then I was. They started their own business about the time I joined the Marines. About the time I graduated high school and moved out, they decided to go out on their own and take a chance and started their own. And it ended up doing really well, and they're doing great and whatnot. But now they're retired. But back then, they had started it in Montana. It had moved to Arizona because the ground's frozen for too long in Montana. They needed more work. I get out of the Marines and I move to Arizona because my plan is to go back and work construction. That's really what I was going to do. I get involved in politics because I'm traveling a lot for construction. I start paying attention more to politics in the country and I'm getting really upset about Barack Obama running for office. I'd never run for office before. I wasn't from Arizona, obviously, so I had no ties to the area whatsoever. But as you are well aware by this point in time, I lack whatever gene lets people feel shame or embarrassment, whatever that is that didn't get in me. And I have a really high opinion of myself, apparently, because I just decided I was going to run. Ah, screw it. I'm going to run. I didn't even know how to run. 
people will email now and they'll ask me, Jesse, what do I do? How do I do it? And I have such sympathy because I didn't, I didn't even know. Okay, I'm going to run. How, how do I do that? Do I, is there a form? I bet you there's a form. Do I get a form? And, and th- this is how this moment went. I'm walking in the local, it was Pima County, Arizona. It was Tucson. I walk in the local Pima County GOP. And of course, it's just like every other local GOP. There's four 80 year olds working in there. I said, I'm, I'm mad about Obama. I'm running for office. Oh, okay. Which one? I don't know. Which one should I run for? <laughs> Long story short, I end up running for Congress. The sitting Congresswoman at the time was Gabrielle Giffords. Yes, the Gabrielle Giffords that got shot. We'll get to that in a little bit. So she's popular down there. She's well-funded. It's not initially thought to be a race that was winnable. It was thought to be a pretty solidly blue district. I didn't care. I I was young, hot-tempered. None of that bothered me. And, oh, screw it. I'll take her down anyway. I start running for office. Now, remember I said no one knows who I am. Nobody down there knew who I was. No one knew me from Adam. Who Who is this? So you've got to go put in the work. And remember, when I tell you to become an activist and run for office and things like that, I'm not telling you to do something I haven't done. I've done this to the max. I've done it. I've done what I'm asking you to do. And I was everywhere. And I had a wife, two young babies at this point in time, and I was gone all the time. If I wasn't working, I was at every pancake breakfast, every Rotary Club speech, If there was a local fair at the community park where a couple food trucks would be set up, I was there with a little tent and some crappy quality Jesse Kelly for Congress uh, business cards I could hand out to people. And skeleton crew had no money, so it didn't really have much of a staff except for some volunteers. But we had hard work and dedication, and I could give a pretty good speech, I guess. And I was, now you're going to find this shocking, far to the right of virtually everyone else. So that definitely helped in a primary and I was going, and I was going, and I was going. But in the very beginning, when you're trying to raise money, you're walking into rich guys' offices, calling rich people. I want, I want you to give me a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars. How are you going to justify that? They don't even know who you are. Who are you? So, what happens is you're looking for at the very, very beginning, especially when you're running for Congress, you're looking for legitimacy. Legitimacy is what you're going for, especially when you're me, completely green. No one knows who you are. You haven't raised any money. Why would I give you anything? Why would I support you at all? And you need money to run for office. Don't ever do that childish thing. We got to get the money out of politics. Stop. Money's always been in politics. It always will be from the Mongols exchanging cattle to where we are now. Money and uh, money and politics, those worlds are one and the same. Anyway, got to raise money. Got to get legitimacy. Part of that legitimacy for me was tracking down endorsements from people. Now, I'm generally not big on endorsements. I I frankly roll my eyes most of the time when I see one. All the candidates roll them out all the time. You'll wake up one day and there's Trump. Oh, I'm endorsed by Senator blah, blah, blah. Isn't that great? And I roll my eyes and I wake up the next day and it's Ron DeSantis. I'm rolled by, I'm endorsed by Congressman blank. And I roll my eyes. I don't really care. I don't think it matters to people. I don't think it moves the needle. But when you were in my situation back then, it was something I needed. Donald Trump doesn't need legitimacy help. Ron DeSantis doesn't need legitimacy help. So what do endorsements matter? Anyway, I did need them. And it began with a man named Duncan Hunter. 
Everyone listening in San Diego right now will know what I'm talking about. Duncan Hunter Sr. He was he's Vietnam vet, hero, and hardcore military guy. He was at one point in time the chairman of the uh, of the I about called it the military committee, but that's not, I forget what the committee is called. It's not the military committee. That's part of it. But he was a, the head of the house military. I'll put it to you that way. I don't know why I can't. Oh, armed services committee. Gosh, I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Anyway, he was the chairman of the house armed services committee. It was a big deal. And I actually forget my route to Duncan, how I got an interview with Duncan, but he heard I was a Marine pretty fresh back from Iraq. And invited me for a sit down to talk. So I go sit down with Duncan Hunter. Now he's no longer in Congress at the time. His son was by then, and he's no longer there anymore, but his son was by then, but he was gone. But he still knew a bunch of people who, because he had, was previously this big shot in the house. And I sit down with Duncan Hunter and we just got along very well. I love Duncan Hunter. It just, I love that human being. He's a wonderful person. And Duncan Hunter began the legitimacy campaign for Jesse Kelly. It will end with a story about Mike Pence, I promise. You're just going to have to walk there slowly with me, okay? But look, while you're waiting, while we're, while we're getting through all this together, I want you to do something for me. I want you to know that it is now May 31st. There are, by my calculations, less than 12 hours left. Actually, like less than four hours or six hours. I don't know. I don't do math. In May 31st, that means Pride Month is almost here. Tomorrow, when you wake up and you're being waterboarded by rainbow colors everywhere you turn, when it's on your television, when it's on your computer, when it's on your smartphone, when it's in your schools, when it's in your movies, when it's, when it's everywhere tomorrow, you're going to either think, crap, I funded this, or you're going to think, thank goodness I've gotten better about funding this. If you still have Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile when you wake up tomorrow morning, you voted for this. If you switch to Pure Talk, which will save you a fortune, same great 5G network, then you will know that you didn't fund it. Pick up your phone right now, dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. That'll save you an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Continuing on our Mike Pence story here before we get to some great news on the culture war front and some emails. Remember, you can email the show jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Your love, your hate, your death threats, your ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday. <laughs> All right. Quit. Focus. So back to Jesse running for Congress. I get to know Duncan Hunter, former congressman. Duncan Hunter starts the Jesse Kelly legitimacy ball rolling. He was good friends with a congressman, another good man, named Trent Franks. Trent Franks used to be in Congress in Arizona. Really, really cool dude. Good dude. So Trent Franks and I get to know each other as well. Now, we're super excited. This is a young Jesse Kelly for Congress campaign and we needed money and we needed organization because we were going to take these commies on, right? And I was a true, was and remained a true believer. That's just kind of the way it goes. Eventually, we have to fly back to Washington, D.C. We're flying back there for the legitimacy coup, meaning I need to come out of Washington, D.C. with big-time endorsements. 
from people in the House of Representatives, maybe if you're lucky, a senator or two, but I needed legitimacy. I needed to be able to send out a press release to the media when I got back home. Hey, this Republican, Mr. Big Shot, endorsed Jesse. That's what I was going for. That was the plan. We fly back to Washington, D.C. Now, at the time, Mike Pence was the head of, I forget, what the heck was it called? I think it was called the House Republican Con- uh, Conference. It won't matter what it's called, House Conservative Conference. Whatever it was called, Mike Pence was, he was in the House of Representatives, he was the third highest ranking member in the House of Representatives. He was a big, big deal back then. And, of course, they were saying things about him back then, the same things they say about him now. Oh, very nice. Seems like a good guy. You know, I can babysit my kids, those kind of things. Well, Mike Pence and Trent Franks, close friends, very close friends. Trent takes me up to Mike Pence when I'm back there trying to meet as many of these people as as possible, get as many endorsements as I can, takes me back to meet Mike Pence, and Mike Pence walks up to me, and this is without me asking, without me asking. Trent introduces us, and Pence goes, so he's endorsing you? And I said, yes, sir. And he said, well, you can have my endorsement if you want it, just because of Trent Franks. And obviously it wasn't because of me, it was because of Trent Franks. And as you can imagine, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, no way. The third-ranking Republican in the House. You want to talk about legitimacy? We're good to go. Boom. Endorsed by Mike Pence. Good to go right there. Okay? So that was the early part of the story. Now fast forward to a little later on. Remember when I said the race wasn't thought to be really winnable early on? Well, Gabrielle Giffords had something bad happen to her. I'm not talking about the shooting that was later on. All Democrats had something bad happen to them. Barack Obama past Obamacare. Obamacare, people have largely forgotten about it now. You know what it is, but they've people forgotten how unpopular it was. It instantly turned Democrats into pariahs in the midterms. And that seat went from being a solid Democrat seat to being one that was thought of of maybe a toss-up, maybe a toss-up. Now, I had previously been kind of alone in the race, a couple other dudes getting in, but I was I was beating them. Now it looks like a seat that we can win. Now the establishment decides, the D.C. GOP types, they decide they need their boy to get in because I was quickly gaining a reputation as not someone who was sufficiently reverent to GOP leadership, which is, Chris, no, it's not true. By the way, I was very nice. I think I was very nice. They didn't think I was nice, but I thought I was being quite nice, actually. They found a guy, a state senator, and they push him into the race. Hey, this is going to be our boy. And I remember the first night, the first night. Now, keep in mind, we'd been running for probably five, six months now. I don't think we'd raised $100,000, maybe $100,000 total, barely keeping the lights on, barely buying bumper stickers and business cards, just trying to get by, trying to introduce myself. They throw this guy a party the first night, and this is how politics works at a congressional level and a Senate level and a presidential level. This is how it works. Rich guy, Johnny Warbucks, gets on the phone with his 15 rich friends, and they get on the phone with their 15 rich friends. And this, this was a world I really got introduced to in politics. I wasn't, didn't know much about this world. And you simply tell your buddies, hey, uh, party at my house Friday night. We're going to do those steaks you love. I'm bringing in a private band because that's the kind of thing rich people do. I got a private band coming. Bring your checkbook. Got a guy running for Congress. I need you to write him a check. Generally, they don't even ask. 
And all these 50, 50 people, 100 people, pick your number. They'll show up at some mansion. I've been to these parties for me later on. You show up at some fancy rich guy's mansion. And by the time you walk out, you've got a fortune in your campaign account. Now you're ready to go buy TV ads. He puts on a party first night, raises over $500,000 in one night. Remember, I just said we've been running five months or so, hadn't even hit a hundred grand. That word goes out quickly. People love momentum, love momentum. The word goes out quickly that this fancy schmancy state senator got in the race and he raised a fortune on the first night. And that was the moment the real Mike Pence, not the nice Mike Pence, the real Mike Pence, that's the moment he chose to reveal himself. I will finish that story. Then we'll get to some emails and some good culture war stuff in a moment. Before we get to that, I wanted to say thank you uh, very early on here. A few months back, I had a chance to sit down with Joe at the Acervo Project, and we weren't working together yet. It just, I, I, it's well known the child trafficking thing. Anything to do with kids, it just happens to be something I'm passionate about. I'm sure it's just because I'm a father. But I found out that that Joe was tracking down child predators, and I'll be honest with you, I really, really hate child predators. I really hate them badly, and I want them thrown in cages or worse, the rest of their lives. The Acervo Project is not only rescuing children, the millions of children being trafficked, they're not only rescuing children in this nation, they're tracking down the predators. And so again, I want to put out the call, if you're being trafficked, your story is not unique, there's help for you, go to theacervoproject.org, A-S-S-E-R-V-O, theacervoproject.org. There's a tip line, there's a way you can do it online. Please get help if you're being trafficked. Help can come get you, okay? For the rest of us, they ask us for $14 a month, and you have come through hugely. 14 bucks a month to track down dirt, ball, dirt balls. Theaservoproject.org. Go now. Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! USA! The Jesse USA! Kelly Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Jesse Kelly here with a message that's about safety. When it comes to protecting your loved ones, it's not just about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Picture this. A situation arises where you or your loved ones are threatened. Instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. What if there was a way to effectively defend yourself and de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher 
equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. We don't always need to go to DEFCON 1. We just need protection to confidently ensure we can defuse the situation and drive the threat away immediately. Burna is legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Burna is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For just 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my sponsor and my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can bring your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares your values, who supports our military and veterans, who creates American jobs and who refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Instead, they advertise with us. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash jesse. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young children, builds specifically adapted smart homes for catastrophically injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday, and uh, we'll get to the emails and a a brief debt ceiling thing in just a moment. Look, I'm bummed. You're bummed. Let's finish up this story. So Mike Pence had endorsed me, offered me his endorsement. Then the waters get warm. The race looks winnable. Some fancy schmancy state senator gets in the race, runs against me, raises a bunch of money, and the powers that be start lining up behind him. My campaign starts getting phone calls from the Pence people saying, you have it on your website that Mike Pence endorsed Jesse. Mike Pence never endorsed Jesse. Mike Pence never even met Jesse. To which my people responded, uh... Yes, he did. We actually have a picture of them together because they, of course, got a picture. Yes, he did, and he offered his endorsement. We didn't even ask for it. He offered it. Nope, never happened. Never happened. Take that off your website, or we'll call the local paper. Take that down. Oh, so it started threatening us. Eventually, eventually, I beat their boy in that primary and beat him solidly. Walked into Mike Pence's office after that. 
where he threw his hands up and he apologized for what he did. So at least there's that. But maybe that doesn't stir you, that story. But for me, I don't know what this is, whether this is a Kelly thing, an Irish thing, a Marine thing. I don't know what this is. If you stick with me when the chips are down and when it's not popular to, I will never forget it. I am yours for life. But if you turn and run out on me when the chips are down, when the easy thing to do is to get out of that fighting hole and leave me there by myself, if you leave me then, I never forget it. I will never forget it. I will never let it go. It tells me all I need to know. And Pence wasn't the only one, I should mention. There were others whose endorsement I'd already gotten who called and said, ah, I never endorsed him. Ah, take that off. Ah, I take it back. Because they thought they were going to be on the losing end of it. You want to know why I don't pom-pom wave for Trump? Why I don't pom-pom wave for DeSantis? For anybody ever? I don't do it. I don't slobber over politicians. That's why. Because that's what all of them are like. Every single one of these people are selfish. And every single one of these people would do you wrong in a heartbeat if it meant doing them right. That's why. Use them all like rental cars because that's all they are. Use them to get where you're going and then dump them on the side of the road and forget about them. Actually, don't do that with your rental car. Make sure you return it back on without a scratch on it. That way you're not charged anything extra. But you know what I mean. The point stands. <laughs> all right. Before we get to the budget stuff or the debt well, the emails. This was Kevin McCarthy earlier today on the debt limit. How do you get this done without those 35 votes? Oh, we'll get it done overwhelmingly. Look, pe- people have different opinions. Before this, I had 17 Republicans who have never voted for a debt ceiling, period. But I don't want to be on the wrong side of history. Every single one of those members who vote no will miss the opportunity to vote for the largest cut in American history. Can you get it done without about- them? Oh, yeah, we'll get it done without them. That, that's not that's You'll not get problem. enough. Yeah, he was right about that, sadly. What happened was, look, we don't have to go through all the procedures. Okay, we have a debt ceiling increase. We got virtually nothing in return. If you want to know the 29 Republicans you can thank who actually stood up for something, here are their names. Biggs, Bishop, Boebert, Breachin, Burleson, Buck, Klein, Burchett, Cloud, Clyde, Crane, Gates, Gosar, Good, Griffith, Higgins, Harris, Harshberger, Luna, Miller, Moore, Norman, Perry, Posey, Rosendale, Roy, Self, Sparts, Tiffany. Essentially, it's the House Freedom Caucus. How did they get it done without 29 Republicans? They went and got a bunch of Democrats to sign on for it. Why would Democrats sign on for it? Because it's everything they've ever wanted. <laughs> we, we got nothing. We got absolutely nothing out of the deal. Is Kevin McCarthy in trouble after this? I don't know. Matt Gates sounds like he thinks he is. What will the what will the Freedom Caucus do if the, the the people who are objecting to this bill get overridden? If the Republicans get overridden by a a Republican speaker teaming up with Democrats to pass this bill? Uh, again, I think the operative question there is whether or not the speaker can get to a majority of the majority. If if a majority of Republicans are against a piece of legislation and you use Democrats to pass it, that would immediately be a black letter violation of the deal we had with McCarthy to allow his assent to the speakership, and it would likely trigger an immediate motion to vacate. I think Speaker McCarthy knows. But the problem is the majority of Republicans were not against it. Many Republicans were against it. But the majority, a slim majority, but a majority of Republicans were for it, joining together with the communists to once again kick the can down the road. 
This is why somebody on the radio tells you to buy hard assets at all times because neither party seems even a little bit interested, even a little bit interested in stopping this insanity until the bubble goes pop. Now, before we get to the FBI stuff and the culture war stuff, let's get to some emails because I've been lax on that this week. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. Dear promo code Jesse, how do we wake up normie norm? I keep trying to tell my family that communist companies like Starbucks don't support our values, and so they need to stop buying from them. I said boycotting for a little while is not going to work. We need to never shop at these places again. I've been doing better and being more intentional about voting with my dollar for companies that support my values and not the communists, and his name is Jackson. Listen, stay on Normie Norm your normie norm friends and your normie norm family members. You don't have to alienate yourself from everybody and you don't have to be obnoxious, but you can keep bringing it up. You can stay on them. Not everyone wakes up as fast as you wake up. The truth is norm is slowly coming around. The tranny stuff might be doing it for us. It might be a headline. I am deeply troubled Nationals pitcher Trevor Williams blasts the Dodgers for honoring anti-Catholic drag queens. We've been covering this Dodgers story. Well, there was a report this morning out of my buddy Robbie Starbuck who said this, I can confirm a big group of Major League Baseball players will refuse to wear pride or trans flags of any kind this year if asked by their teams. This includes star players. A few strong men taking a stand is leading others to as well. Courage is contagious. Norm does not wake up with the speed you know. With the speed that you do. With the speed that you know is needed. Norm, many of them, most of them, still sound like this pitcher, Anthony Bass. I recognized yesterday uh, I made a post that was hurtful to the Pride community, which includes friends of mine and close family members of mine and I am truly sorry for that. Um, I just spoke with my teammates and shared with them my actions yesterday and I apologize with them and as of right now I'm using the Blue Jays resources to better educate myself to make better decisions moving forward. Uh, The ballpark is for everybody. There's a lot of normie norms like that out there. Pathetic, behind and they will frustrate you but you need to take heart. The tranny stuff, specifically the tranny stuff for children, it is waking up more normie norms than I have ever seen in my lifetime. It's making some of the most despicable organizations out there, organizations like Target, it's making them back off even if it's in small ways. Yes, Target is still hot smoldering garbage and you should never walk in there, but there are locations, specifically southern locations in this country, where they're, they're trying to tuck the pride displays in the back corner. Instead of it being right in your face, they're kind of hiding them. Hey, uh, yeah, it can stay, but uh, hey, uh, Bob, let's move it back behind the sheets. Uh, uh, put, put it next to the women's basketball section. No one goes there, that kind of a thing, that, that way of thinking. They're backing off to the point they're getting bomb threats from LGBTQ groups for backing off. Because normie norm is starting to awaken. I know it's frustrating. They're not there with you. But they're coming. Eventually. In time? I don't know. I can't make promises. Eventually. All right. Some McConnell stuff. Some FBI stuff. Some dog stuff. 
We have to have a talk about your dog's food. Sorry. We just do. Because it's brown. Now, why do the leaves turn brown? Because they die. That's why they turn brown and fall off the tree. They're dead. What color are they when they come back alive? Or grow again, I guess I should say. They're green. Things that are dead are brown. Things that are alive are green. Your dog's food is brown because it's dead. They killed all the nutrition in it. Rough greens is green because it's just a big bundle of all-natural nutrition. Probiotics and vitamins and minerals and omega oils. It's like giving your dog real nutrition for the first time in your dog's life. That's what you do when you give your dog rough greens. They have a free jumpstart trial bag for you right now. Try it and see the difference in your dog. Digestive issues like in Fred and more. Go to roughgreens.com slash jesse. All you pay for is the shipping. Roughgreens.com slash jesse or call 833-33-MY-DOG. Get the cure for rhinos. Weekdays with the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. We're going to get to the FBI and some more emails in a quick second. Just want to finish up this thought on on corporations and the mistake they make. Have you heard of that Kevin O'Leary guy? If you ever watched the TV show Shark Tank, we used to watch that show. He's the bald guy on there. He went on TV and was talking about the Bud Light stuff. The discussions that have arisen and the narrative that's arisen around Bud Light is probably a good lesson for every CEO in every sector of the economy. Number one, it highlights the power of social media. They took it out by basically boycotting the product Mm. immediately and switching preference to other brands that did not make them get involved in this issue. Now, if you're trying to manage that and trying to learn something from it, and I... I just, he goes on there, but I I wanted to hit on that part. That did not make them get involved in this issue. Remember we talked, it was either earlier this week or last week, we talked about the communist. The communist needs two things, his two greatest weapons, greatest weapons the communist has. One, and this is a doozy, this is probably the biggest thing, he needs deception. Deception. Communism's horrible. Communism is the religion of the malcontent. Communism burns everything down because that's what it's designed to do. No matter where it takes form, it burns everything. It destroys everything. So they, they can't be honest about that. You can't run for office or, or do some private sector thing if you're one of these, quote, climate change guys. You can't run for office and say, my plan, I want to wreck your air conditioning. I want to basically take away any, any refrigeration you have. I don't want you to be able to drive anymore. I'm going to stuff you and your family into a tiny pod where I will feed you only bugs. And hopefully by the time I'm done, I will kill four or five billion people. And that'll, that'll be better. That's what I want. He's not going to say that. What's he going to tell you? If you want to stop tornadoes, vote for me. All communism is based on lies and deception. All of it. He needs that. That's his first best tool. His second tool is the apathy of his opponents. He needs you to stay asleep. We were just talking about Normie Norm. That's why I'm going off on this again now. He needs Normie Norm to stay asleep. He needs it to just be you and me out there fighting with Norm just watching the game, doesn't have a care in the world. The communists majorly screwed up with all the tranny stuff and the tranny stuff for kids because what you did is you took the ability for Norm to ignore it You took that ability away from him. 
Now, like I've mentioned, I don't hang out with political people because I don't live in D.C. or New York or anything like that. I hang out with normal people. All of my friends, whether they're political or not, all of them to a man, they all make Bud Light jokes now because you forced him to care. And many, 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 many of them drank Bud Light exclusively when we would hang out together on the weekends. We're going to have a crawfish boil. We're going to throw horseshoes. We're going to, it's board game night. They would bring Bud Light. There's no Bud Light to be found anymore in the neighborhood. Why? Because the communist failed to control himself and he woke Norm up. Norm isn't apathetic anymore. Norm is wide awake. So the communist has been able to do things like this and speak like this forever because Norm never knew it. This is Target's CEO. Some of the companies that I've worked with, you know, that common thread was recognizing that diverse and inclusive environments deliver great results. Yeah. And I've always tried to ensure that our leadership team, our organization reflected the consumer we serve. And when you get that equation right, it's the right thing for society. It's the right thing for the team. It's also the right thing for business and shareholders. So I think we all have. Normie Norm never knew about that meeting. He never saw that. You would know. You'd, you'd listen to the Jesse Kelly show that night because who doesn't? You listen to the Jesse Kelly show that night and you would hear it. But Norm never heard. Norm never knew. Norm never cared about this stuff. Norm's finding out now. Speaking of Target, this is their chief DEI officer. One of the hardest things to be in the world every day is black. Oh, gosh. I've heard enough. Anyway, back to the emails. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse, your Memorial Day Korea segment reminded me of an older family member named Eddie. He was quiet and humble farmer, and I don't think I heard the man say more than five words at a time in the 23 years I knew him. He was on his deathbed when I went to visit him one last time. I had just finished Marine OCS, that's Officer Candidate School, by the way, and was pretty proud of myself. When I told him I was about to commission and report to Quantico, he looked me in the eye and said, officers die too. He turned his head away from me, looked out the window, and didn't say another word. That's the last thing the man ever said to me. I had no idea he had even served. I asked his sister about it, and she said Eddie was a Korea Marine. He didn't like to talk about what he saw over there. I can only imagine the pain he felt remembering those who never came home. And I only brought that up to, one, remember guys like Eddie, and two, to remind friends and family members out there today, if you have a veteran in your life, who's seen combat. You have somebody who's been through Iraq or Afghanistan and seen combat. And sometimes he doesn't talk or sometimes he sees clo- seems closed off or sometimes he needs time to himself. I'm about to give you the lamest answer in the world, but I want you to believe me and it, just understand that it was true, that it's true. You don't talk about a lot of things you saw. You don't th- you don't talk about a lot of things you think for a variety of different reasons. Either you don't want to relive them. Oftentimes, you don't think people will understand if you try to explain something to someone that happened when you were in really not a different country, a different world. When you try to sit and explain to some, something to someone who, who wasn't there, who doesn't know, 
you can oftentimes end up sounding really, really bad. I remember a friend of mine stood up to tell a story about me at my wedding. And it was a story about me in Iraq, and we really had to stop him. And he just didn't realize, he just didn't have a good sense that that was not something that should be shared in front of family and friends. That was that was more of a thing that, you know, grandma doesn't need to know about that kind of thing, that, that kind of thing. So just understand understand that they're in a world of their own and oftentimes they're going to remain partially there forever. I know that may not make you feel better, but it's just the reality of life. All right, there. Now, to the FBI, to the elephant in the room. Let's address something that happened today that is really, really a bad sign. But uh, don't worry, I'm sure the low TGOP's on it. I'm sure the low TGOP's all over this FBI thing. They better be. They better all get on the male vitality stack from Chuck, and they better get on it right about now because we are now, what, four months in to the GOP house? There's been precisely zero accountability for the Federal Bureau of Investigation thus far. And if this FBI is not reined in now, God only knows what this organization will be doing to you and me in the future. Apparently, we need to be sending out more male vitality stacks than we already are. All natural herbal supplements, 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days. You ready to feel good again? Ladies, you ready to feel good again? They have female vitality stacks. The boys at Chalk have you covered. The anti-communists at Chalk. C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code JESSE gets you a special discount. 35% off subscriptions. Chalk.com. Promo code JESSE. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.